Steve King and Johnny Putman. In for Dave Plyer at WGN Radio. All I've got is that photograph, but we've also got the guy who takes those photographs. Those awesome photographs of the city of Chicago. And if you're on Facebook, there's a very good chance a friend has sent you a picture by photographer Barry Butler. Because every morning it's like, wait, did you see Barry's picture yet? Did you? And if you haven't seen it, somebody's going to share it with you. Barry Butler is a Chicagoan. He is and has been called Chicago's picture poet. He's the author of a gorgeous coffee table book called Chicago city above all and he even steve i got my very own barry butler jigsaw puzzle here (laughs) isn't that cool and this is a a shot of michigan avenue barry welcome to the studio you know you're making me sound like kiss or something that i have all these things that i'm selling don't do that you got a merch man waiting outside right (laughs) and you're only taking cash tonight right But Johnny mentioned that, that we see your pictures all over the place. Do you have any idea how many times your pictures have been retweeted or oh, wow. uh, repeated on Facebook or anything like that? Pro- probably a good amount, because sometimes those those photos really take off, which is really well, amazing just, sometimes. When yeah, I'm looking at the numbers, I'm like, whoa, how yeah. is that possible? Yeah. Is there one that stands out that... that Got the biggest uh, reaction? Oh, your snow pictures, your your icy cold pictures. Yeah, the oh. the polar vortex. Yeah. Uh, people were really amazed. I think more of the fact that I was out there and when it was minus fifty four yeah. degrees. And we um, want to know why your your equipment doesn't freeze up and your camera too. Yeah. <laughs> Fortunately, I I, I, I I like winter, so I have the yeah. gear to do that. As a matter of fact, this is the time of year I don't like. Yeah. I don't like hot weather, and I don't like the long days. And we got fog tonight, so yeah, it likely. can work uh, in your favor as a photographer, but then again, it's so iffy, right? Oh, well, bad weather is good for photography. So, really? uh, yeah, I, I don't want blue skies. That's in, Tomorrow, we're going to have clear skies here. That's like a cliche. You yeah. don't want that. Yeah, it's kind of depressing, <laughs> the fact that there's going to be clear skies oh for me God. tomorrow. Yeah. Well, when, when we were coming in on Lakeshore Drive, I, I told Johnny, I said, look, you can't see the skyline the way you usually do. I said, grab your camera. Take a couple pictures. Yeah, I took some cool just, pictures. Today was one of those days. Yeah, the, yeah. All, all the skyline looks like it's been cut off. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The Hancock is like 20 stories tall. <laughs> you know, it's just really cool. Um, let's back up for people who don't know. Now, you can see, again, if you're on Facebook, your friends have sent you pictures by Barry Butler, and it better say Barry And if they Butler. haven't, unfriend them. That's right. Get rid of them. <laughs> They're bad people. <laughs> and if they don't live in Chicago, show them what a beautiful city this is is you've been doing this for over 20 years now right yeah i i, I broke my ho- uh, collarbone playing hockey taught myself photography and the rest was history and really the Wait chicago stuff you just broke kind of your a, collarbone so you yeah. had access to probably one or did you have both arms that you could use? just one and so i said what am i going to do with myself and i bought myself a tripod put the camera on top of there and read books and that was back in film so you it was expensive to teach yourself yeah whereas now it's nice to have that led and see you know what your Mm -hmm. result was but back did you learn to develop too at that time no 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 no. you know i was going to photo mat and dropping stuff off and we had some good photo labs in town though back uh 20 25 years oh sure sure yeah absolutely but back then when i was first starting it was like you know you go to the local store and then 15 dollars later you're like oh my gosh what did i do here what a mistake that was you know it was it was a very expensive way to learn did you know I used to work at a photo laboratory here in Chicago? No. Oh, yes. My first job when I was 15, I had to have a permit to work. Wow. It was an education. And your mom would only let you develop certain pictures? When my mother was the printer and I was the checker, so I would check the pictures for quality, but she was a fabulous printer. She was so 
particular. She wanted these pictures to look good, so she would set her machine for each roll of film as opposed to just you know throwing a roll of film and you know you'd get your pictures back and they're red what's going on she would never do that she was so proud of her work and so i would take the pictures as it would come through the solution and over a drum and my job was to cut them and match them with the negatives but there were some questionable pictures that would come over and my mother would stand at the glass break break <laughs> time for break and i knew that these were naughty pictures because, because wasn't there a a, a legal technicality yes. that you could uh you could take nude pictures to as, be developed as long as there was no, no interaction between right. the people in the wow. nude pictures so okay. as long so mom had to determine if they were <laughs> acceptable or not but if there was someone wearing for example i'll never forget the roll of film that was people dressed in saran wrap Mm-hmm. And I said, but I need to see this. Well, they were trying to lose weight. Wasn't that right? the way they used to do it, right? Wow. Yeah. And you enjoyed that smell? No. No. It was I didn't even think of that. Yeah. Yes. So that was my, at 15 years old, that was um, wow. uh, my introduction. But that's how complicated it used to be yeah. to get a roll of film developed. And invariably, the person would come to pick up their pictures and they'd stand at the counter and they'd take it. Well, this is no good. Do it again. You know, and they're paying eight bucks for mm-hmm. a roll of film to be developed. Yeah, yeah. Well, let, let me take you back to the days of film for a second. Sure. Would you agree with me? Because when I I used to have a Canon AE one, and I used to love to take slide pictures because mm-hmm. I always felt slides came out clearer and more beautiful than than the same thing with a regular shot. That's what I shot. I I, I shot slides. Really? Yeah. And that trained me to where I'm at today because you had to get it right in the camera. Mm-hmm. And if you didn't have it right in the camera, it was done. You know. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, I shot with a re- old uh, Nikon camera, and then I got into medium format um, after that, and you know, I got really you know into it. So mm-hmm. yeah, but it just kind of. I hate that you use the word, but it just developed. You know, there was not like some secret plan here that oh, yeah. Now, and then I, I'll get on social media and get the stuff out there. We it didn't just have developed. social media. Then. No, no, but th- that launched everything for me. Yeah, it um, really changed yeah. your life. And I didn't so, want to put my stuff out there. That was the funny thing about it. I was forced to put it out there. Wow. Yeah, I didn't think my stuff was very good. I still don't think why my stuff is very good. Why didn't you want to? And why were you forced? Uh, because people just said, why are you not sharing your work? And yeah. I'm like, I don't think it's very good. You know, because I, I, when I take a shot, I constantly see the mistakes. You mm-hmm. know? Oh and gosh. I'm always, like, for example, the, the puzzle that you have there, mm-hmm. that shot of Michigan Avenue with the tulips, I shoot every year because I have not been totally satisfied with the shot. And, I, and we're now going wow. on year 14, 15 of taking mm-hmm. that shot every year. So, yeah, I get a little... <sighs> crazed about my shots. I think there's a word called anal. You're a little yeah, anal. Yeah, I, I didn't want to use that, uh, but I, yeah, I, I get a little particular yes. uh, about my work. And, well, that's um, why they're so good, though. Oh, well, thanks. Yeah. Thanks. I, I really take a lot of, uh, put a lot of effort into what I do. Everything is planned, so it's not like I just show up and say, okay, let's see what happens here at North Avenue Beach. I know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. So don't, um, don't you kind of consult the weather forecast and everything yes. so you know yes. where the yeah. sun's going to be when? And Yeah. Uh, Mike Jansen of uh, GNTV, he he asked for some lessons one day and he just as we were standing there he goes you know it's kind of scary how you are really good at predicting the weather stuff and you have absolutely no training in this <laughs> it's really scary I'm like well I, but i'm looking for certain things though you know yeah. i'm looking for cloud cover and 
wind direction and where the sun, the moon is going to be? Well, the moon, oh my gosh, Barry Butler's pictures of the moon are breathtaking. They truly are. And the way you position the moon on the top of a spire of the Sears Tower, and it will always be that. it's just it's it's crazy. So we're going to talk a little bit more too about how you get shots like that because uh, we've wasted a lot of time on Facebook debating how he, it's a drone. He's not. <laughs> yeah. So we'll come back and talk with Barry. It's Butler. all fake. But, <laughs> yes. but real quick before we break, uh, what, people who are new to our conversations and want to find examples of your work, what website should they go? Sure, uh, BarryButlerPhotography.com is uh, where my website is. And then, as Johnny has said, Barry Butler Photography on Facebook, and I'm on Twitter, Instagram. I'm not on TikTok. I don't do any dancing and doing photography, so. <laughs> that, that'll be next year, That'll right? be next year, yes. <laughs> Well, the voice in my head is telling me we should stop talking, so we will and send it to news, so stay with us. Mama, don't take that Kodachrome away. Well, we're not using Kodachrome, but if you uh, go to our, our Twitter page, uh, just look up uh, twitter.com slash Stephen Johnny, and uh, you will see the picture we just put up <laughs> of our guest, Barry Butler, in the studio. And, and what... What's the word I want to use? His doppelganger. What, what hubris do I have to oh. take a picture of Barry Butler? <laughs> That's a good word, yes. <laughs> and you did a little sneaky little thing there um, during yeah. the news, right? Uh, Barry Butler is, uh, as, as somebody said to me, oh, you have the iconic Barry Butler on the show today. <laughs> wow. Really? Wow, okay. Yes, you got a lot of That's fans. That's very nice them to say that well barry has made chicago look so beautiful and um the last book he put out and he was just telling us off the air that maybe there will be another one next year but the last book was so gorgeous uh chicago a city above all yeah and that went really well for you two oh, years yes. ago. oh yes yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's uh but you had to sign people them. still buy them yeah I, i've signed every one of them i shipped every one of them wow. and that was a lot um yeah. and but no it's um that that was a, a lot of years in the making because people kept on asking me, could you do a book? Could you do a book? And I'm like, oh, okay. And finally I did it. But I'll tell you one thing, trying to complete a book at the start of a pandemic was an experience. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, people want to know if you still have books available. Oh, I do. Yeah. yeah. And can they find that uh, on my website? website? Yes. Okay, yes. good. Thanks Go for asking. Well, we've heard from uh, performers how the pandemic impacted their life. How did the pandemic or did it impact your life, your profession? Well, let's see. From a standpoint of you know sales of my prints and mm. the books and everything else that I do, it went very well because people were at home, you know, mm. and they wanted to redo their homes. So um, I got a lot of print orders in that respect. Um, and then from a photographic standpoint, um, be truthful, there weren't a lot of people out, so got, I got to places very quickly. Yeah. Um, and uh, but it was, it was odd. Very- it was odd, you know. And you know, there's. There was a flavor missing, you know, even though, you know, a lot of times when I'm shooting, there are people not out at, you know, five o'clock in the morning. Um, there's just the events and all the fun things, especially in summer, because I, I, I shared with you summer is not my favorite time, mm-hmm. uh, but we usually have a lot of things going on. So it right. could be the Mac race. It could be the air and water show and all that stuff was gone. So my my uh, my body would say, okay, this week we should be doing uh-huh. this. I'm like, well, wait, we're not doing the air show. You know, so, um, yeah. Was it, wasn't it during the, the height of the pandemic that you did some pictures of a very desolate Michigan Avenue? 
No, I'll tell you, people are asking me to do that, and um, I, I, I don't have the mindset to show negativity. Okay. Um, and that was depressing for me. So I was yeah. trying to find what could be something different where people yeah. were kind of like, okay, there's mm-hmm. still goodness happening. Um, I, I, I just try to look for the positive in my shots. I'm not looking for, you know... Things like that. That's just not mm-hmm. my style. Mm-hmm. I, I, it, it, I would probably take very poor photographs trying to do that. Your heart wouldn't be in it. No, yeah. not, not one yeah. bit. Yeah. Well, people want to know what kind of equipment you use today when okay. you go out shooting. Uh, well, I have you know digital cameras, and so um, I have quite a few of them. Um, mm-hmm. I work with Nikon gear, but quite honestly, you know, any camera's fine. It's, you know, I don't care if it's Sony, Canon, or whatever else is out there. It's not the, it's not the gear. You know, mm-hmm. it's really your eye, the composition, because... These days with, with I mean, quite honestly, there's stuff I've taken with iPhone and I've published and have made money on. So it it's not the gear. Mm-hmm. Um, as a matter of fact, I think probably 98% of the stuff that's out there, if people used an iPhone or some type of smartphone, they would be fine. You know, mm-hmm. the stuff, the reason why I'm using cameras is I got to make big prints, you know, four mm-hmm. times right. 40 by 60 or big panoramas that are 10 feet wide. So you're using, you're losing... Um what you it, it's becoming pixelated yeah you blow yeah it up? you just don't have the detail that i'm yeah. looking for so um and that's why i use those cameras but there could be a day and some people are, are predicting that you know eventually iphones and whatever will be better or, than regular cameras we'll see what happens oh heck barry we'll be taking pictures with our eyeglasses <laughs> we'll just tap our <laughs> yeah. lens it's very true and get a picture yeah. whatever you're looking at will be there so i mean what it really comes down to quite honestly is two things in my opinion one uh the auth- authenticity that that you you show the love of your subject and mm-hmm. and I love shooting Chicago um, and the other thing is composition because the cameras you, you the probably exposed now they're always in focus so that's the, that's the easy part now mm. the tough part is can you put a good composition together and that's where I think the difference is between maybe an amateur and a, a professional photographer mm. but you said something interesting a couple minutes ago you said now it's going to kind of come down to the person's individual eyes mm-hmm. and how how they're setting this up as opposed to thinking oh the camera's going to fix this no right you, you kind of have to frame it the way you want it right because a camera can't fix bad composition mm-hmm. you know it is what it is so and and for me one of the challenges with my brain is i'm always framing so no matter what I'm looking at, I'm like, okay, well, that would be there, there, there. Okay, I can take that shot. I mean, I'm looking out the window constantly. Have you noticed? I'm looking at Navy yeah. Pier. I'm looking yeah. at the lighthouse. Okay, what, what could I do here? Um, even though I wouldn't, ha- I don't even have a camera with me, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that. I just can't help it. So, well, well, given that and your familiarity with Chicago, are there particular places in Chicago that you'd love to go because, oh, there's this angle, there's that angle, there's this. Well, yeah. Well, at one point, Fullerton was the spot for me until okay. they changed it. If you've been to Fullerton in recent years, they you know, they made it nice and clean and a mm. um, lot of grass. And several years ago, it was all rocks and yeah. posts sticking out of, the, out of lakes. And I would bring people there to teach them. And I would say... Do you understand there's about a thousand different compositions mm-hmm. in this 100 foot area? And they're like, what? I'm like, let's walk through 20 yeah. of them right now. Mm-hmm. So that's what, you know, that, that's why I really love that spot, but that's no longer um, there. I will go often down to the south end of the lake, and there's a lot of character, and mm-hmm. you can do a lot of things out there. As a matter of fact, I did some scouting last Saturday, and that's what I do. I'll go out in, in the middle of the day, and I'm like, you know, I kind of get my camera out and just take some, you know, uh, spec shots, and like, okay, that could work. 
I'll need to come back on this day and this type of weather, and then boom, it's in my calendar. So, but yeah, there's a spot that I I, I found uh, last Saturday that I'm really looking forward to shooting. I shot it with my my iPhone, mm-hmm. and my son was like, "Well, why don't you just use that?" I'm like, "No, oh, no, no, we'll we'll, we'll <laughs> wait for the right moment." So, so that's Barry Butler, the perfectionist. Yeah, that's <laughs> where this is. Th- this is the problem. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> We're gonna take a break. More coming up. Stay with us. Steve King and Johnny Putman on WGN Radio, in for Dave Plyer. In the studio with us is photographer extraordinaire Barry Butler. Now, Barry is also a music aficionado, so the question would be, why did we play what we just played, Barry? And who was that? Well, it sounds like Chicago. A little bit it like It has Chicago. that kind yeah. of a feel. Yeah, yeah. 1971, right? See, I, I started thinking it's not I, I'm your man or whatever that, or, but I, I, was, I was listening. I'm like, okay, that doesn't okay, look, okay, it sounded uh, really kind of tinny for Chicago. So that's I, why I'll I, give you a clue. Okay, one of the many things that we wanted to talk to you about was the fact that you're trying to help save what? In oh, the, Chicago the lighthouse, area. and we're looking at it right now. Right. Yeah. And that was lighthouse, and <laughs> one fine morning. <laughs> were we stretching there or what? <laughs> You're working on it. <laughs> That's right. There are not a whole lot of lighthouse only, songs because you ran out of, of photograph songs. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're we're just introducing the next segment as we yes, segue into that. lighthouse I love because that. we are sitting here and we are looking right at yeah. the Chicago lighthouse and oh wow the picture that you put up Fourth uh, of July weekend of the fireworks oh. from behind the lighthouse shooting toward our skyline was breathtaking that was fun and there were people uh, on facebook saying where's this lighthouse i yes. know we have a lighthouse you know what's really interesting the number of times i hear people say that yeah which yeah. i'm like wait what oh there was a debate is it in michigan yeah. no those buildings <laughs> mm-hmm. are in chicago yeah is that by montrose i'm yeah, like right. what so we have a lighthouse that was wasn't that put here during the columbia Exposition, uh, uh, Columbia Exposition, 1893. Yeah, yeah, 1893. Yeah, and it belongs it's, it's, to the city of Chicago now. City owns it, and this is where the challenge is because the city, you know, uh, and it's understood they don't have the money to um, help get it back to where it should be because it's yeah. starting to fall apart a little bit, and. Um, the uh, the feds are starting to say, I believe that hey, listen, we'll take that back, and if and and if the federal government takes it back, they're going to auction it off, mm-hmm. oh. and that's not good for any of us because yeah. that could turn into someone's Airbnb. You know, I mean, that's not sure. really what it should be. So, um, I um, I was asked to join a group. It's a non non for profit group. Uh, SaveTheLighthouse.org is the website, and it's. Um, we are, uh, we're going to, it's going to take some time, but we are going to, the plan is to restore the white, uh, the lighthouse the way it was. And, uh, and then at some point for people to have access to it, so they can mm-hmm. actually come and see it. Because I can't tell you the number of times people are like, oh gosh, I would love to see what mm-hmm. that looks like. Well, if you look at it right now inside, it's, it's fairly bare. Now, I will be out in it uh, mid next week. And uh, doing a little work to do a little, you know, see what it looks like because uh, it, um, the architect of that needs some, you know, current photographs. Uh, he was in there in 2015 and just likes to see what the damage is since then because of, you know, weather and especially the yeah. extreme weather that we have right now has sure. probably done a number on it. And, it seems uh, so small from here. It does. I know that's a stupid thing yeah. to say. It's really far out there in the water. Yeah. But it, it's just, when I think of lighthouses, you always think of them towering over uh, a shoreline or yes. a little island. or 
and that that light going around. Do you know the last time that the light was shown from that lighthouse? Oh, well, it's it, you'll see it in two and a half hours. There's really? a there's a light every night. Yeah, absolutely, <gasps> it goes around every. It, no, I, I have it timed out. By the way, uh, it, it takes six seconds to go around. No. Yes. Yes. Yeah. There's a there's a light that you'll see, see. a red light going around every six seconds. You knew seconds. that too. Yeah. yeah. So um, yeah, so and the the architect is uh, one of the nation's top uh, preservationists. His name is Ed Torres, and um, he's involved, fortunately, in this project. And um, uh, I'm going out there with him and some people from the city of Chicago. We're going to take a look at what's going on with the lighthouse and Great. start hopefully making some plans and figure out what the cost will be to get that thing back to where it should be. So savethelighthouse.org. Mm-hmm. You can get more information on it. There's a GoFundMe page you can yes. click on. And, and we're in the out. early stages. This is going to take some time, but it, 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 it's eventually going to get, it's going to look nice. I mean, you see my, my photographs, it looks a little ratty outside. Yeah. Um, but fortunately, and it's made out of steel, so it's... Uh, it's lasted pretty, you know, wow. pretty well. Yeah. Well, stay in touch with us, and, and we'll try to keep reminding people about this through Absolutely. various forms of social media. Be, before we have to wrap this up, let's see if we can uh, bring in one quick phone call, uh, because there's a really interesting question that Jim? Uh, Jim from Dixon. Jim, you had a question? Hi. Uh, yeah, good to have you guys on, and I do miss my Kodachrome a lot, too. <laughs> but, uh, obviously, this goes along with the Lighthouse questions, because... Those, those lighthouse pictures are gorgeous, but obviously you must use a drone to catch a lot of that, I assume. Uh, uh, how many drones have you lost <laughs> in bad weather? Because you're shooting, you're shooting in bad weather all the time. I, I have a drone, which I, I shoot, but I would never take it up in those kind of conditions because it's not going to come back. Uh, I haven't had a problem with uh, bad weather. Uh, so, so you know, I use helicopters and I'll use drones at times. But uh, Lake Michigan has eaten two of my drones. Uh, one was because of uh, a bird, um, and this was the early days of drones. Mm-hmm. Um, bird hit it, and then all of a sudden I saw it dropping out of the sky, and I still can't figure out how the, the other one just fell apart and, you know, ended up at Montrose. So, wow. yeah, so uh, that's an expensive mistake and uh but yeah um i use them they're great uh, but it's limited in chicago so that's the the, the challenge with uh, using a drone in in this area well, jim thanks a bunch for the call yeah, good question and, and sadly our time is limited the next time we're doing a show you're coming back in here because people want whether to. you want to or not <laughs> well i enjoy, enjoy talking to you guys it's well, so easy i'm so i, I i'm like a groupie i'm like oh and I had the nerve during the commercial break to show him some of my pictures. Oh, your Michael, photos were awesome. Well, yeah, my I, flower I, I, pictures. I love them. Well, thank you so much for joining us. And people can follow you at BarryButlerPhotography.com and find you on Facebook. And then share his picture every morning the way we girls do amongst ourselves. <laughs> and just keep up with him. And if you're outside of Chicago, just take a look at how gorgeous the city looks through the eyes of Barry Butler. It is oh. gorgeous. Yeah. A whole lot more coming up, so stay with us at WGN Radio.